All right, I'm rolling. Hey, man, this has been a real... What's today? It's day is... Tuesday. Tuesday. Man, this has felt like the world's longest Monday ever. <laughs> I think... I think... I know you want to... I know you want to say something in a second to start the show, but... Um, I am definitely going to use today's episode as like a, a means for my own personal, <laughs> my own personal vent machine, like my own, my own expression tool, if you will. But uh, first, let's let's start with you. You wanted to say something. Uh, yes, nothing, nothing too too big. Just I just wanted to make one thing clear. We talked about at the beginning of last episode. Um, Regarding that my girlfriend, Tony, we live together and she is in quarantine at the moment. And some people kind of got me wrong and thought I, I said that regardless of her, of the outcome of her test, I would not have to go into quarantine, which is obviously wrong. At the moment we talked about this topic and we did not have Tony's um, <coughs> test result. And that's what I meant, because at that moment I... I would not have to be in quarantine even if the the result is not here, which means even if she's positive, I would not have to be in quarantine at that moment. The day after she got her um, her result, she's negative. She still has to do quarantine, which ends this Thursday. And I think we dealt this um, thing (laughs) responsibly. And I just wanted to make it clear because this is such an important topic and so many people mess things up and mess things up in a in also in terms of being irresponsible which is also why we'll have new restrictions from tomorrow on in Munich again and what are, what are the new restrictions do you know them uh yeah like the last time plus no alcohol after 10 p.m. even in bars and restaurants even in bars and restaurants okay wow Yes, but I just wanted to make that clear, and then I would like to jump into a new app episode after we closed last week's chapter. Yes, yes. What was Man. the world's longest, or history's longest Dude. Monday like? Okay, so check this out. <laughs> so, um, so the last couple of weeks, um, you know, Ify has this uh, writing office in Munich, near Implastrasse, and she shares that office with her friend Kati, and they work there together. And the last uh, couple of weeks, Kati's been gone a lot, so, you know, since I'm not working a day job right now, I've been taking advantage of that space and, and trying to go to the office as much as possible to also work uh, in the same room with Ify, and it's cool because... Because you work together you know, on the can, same project. Yeah, uh, well, a little bit, but, like, it's also, right now, not so much on that project, but it's also cool just to... You know, I I go out in the morning and, you know, go to the gym and then she has her own morning routine and then we meet there and she can do her own work and I can do my own work too because I'm trying to do all this like Gründungssuchus stuff, which is Mm -hmm. like a lot of filling out, you know, business plan and whatever, whatever. And then we talk a bit about things that are really happening now that are important, like things with the Arbeitsamt or things with the driving school or German classes or anything that just comes up. We don't have to do it over a text somewhere. We can just kind of work together, make it all kind of into a work day. We can have lunch together and stuff. And sometimes even with friends who are in the building and then uh, like Moritz, hi Moritz. And, um, and it's really cool because 
Like the whole situation there is all good and fine. That's the point of what I'm trying to make. But the reason why the last two days have felt like the world's longest, I'm going to call the episode World's Longest Monday, actually. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. <laughs> um, was because, okay, we started yesterday and I went to her office to meet her there at like 10 a.m. or something. And we said we were going to, you know, meet together and um, make, a, make a phone call to this, to this guy that we, you know, want to work with and we had this plan and stuff. So when I got into the office, she had already looked at this paperwork from the Arbeitsamt. So, I, I, you know, I don't know if you've had this feeling before, but when you start a Monday morning at like nine with bureaucracy, mm-hmm. you know, in line at the KVR or reading paperwork from the Arbeitsamt or anything like that. Or anything coming like to, Arbeits- to the office you're working at and there's paperwork already lying on your desk. Somebody let there for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the same feeling. You just, you come in with this fresh feeling of like a new week and, you know, I'm really not this like, oh, Mondays, like I'm not that guy and I never really had that mentality. But this was one of those days where I walked in and she already had a bit of stress because of what the Abitsamt really does to people. Like it is very complicated wording and because there's a language barrier, I also can't just take it off her hands. Like she has to help me do it. So she was already kind of stressed about, you know, if I was doing this on time or asking me questions. And so we came in kind of hot, right? Yeah. And uh, she's been having an issue the last, um, maybe the last week or so with her computer. She has this really beautiful, big 2017 iMac Mm -hmm. that she works on at the office. You know, it's not too old. It's, It's all, you know, reasonably updated. There's plenty of storage on it. But for some reason, and I don't know if you've had this experience before, but in the top right, hand of the corner where there's the Wi-Fi symbol, it was gray with a little X in the middle. Have you ever seen that before? Uh, I think so, yeah. It's, 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 it's really annoying because it doesn't just mean that it can't find your Wi-Fi. It basically says that your computer cannot create the signal necessary. It says no hardware found. Mm. So she had seen that and for a few days we did some some things you find online are from Apple support where you do like, you know, you restart it with some keyboard shortcuts or you, you know, unplug it and wait a certain amount of time. We tried everything that like the normal person can do who doesn't have computer smarts. And so on this Monday, we were talking about Abendsamt and that already kind of made the morning a little bit stressful. And then I was getting into this business plan, looking at the notes that I had from friends who had gone through the Gründung Zuschuss before. And, then she was there and she had the screen. It still didn't work. There's no, the Wi-Fi just didn't, um, didn't work at all. And she can't really access or send files that she needs. And that's really difficult because she's a writer and she's always sending things back and forth. And then she was sitting there uh, on her laptop that she had brought extra and was trying to do things. And she just, she kind of just hit a wall. She was just like, this is too annoying. I need to know what I, what, what I can do. Maybe we have to take it to, um, to like a, uh, Apple support uh, place, or maybe we can call somebody, right? But have you called Apple support? Oh, dude. So, yes. So, okay. here's the story. Um, we were we were going through all this, and she basically, I had tried to get through, but then her serial number said that she was out of warranty, so they weren't obligated to help her, but then she tried it again later, and somehow it, it did go through. But um, what I said was like, let's just, let's just hold on for a second and let me maybe just do some like really intense Googling. So let me, let me just dedicate my, 
my time to this. So we both just pushed all of our work that we had set up for the for the day to the side. And it was only about the computer. So from, I don't know, 11 a.m. until 4 p.m., we were only dealing with the computer. We were trying things we hadn't tried before, and then we were trying to get in touch with the Apple chat, and things were getting really frustrated and really annoying. And you know that feeling when you just, you imagine this pile of work behind you just stacking up and you just can't, work on it no no this pressure so we finally we said okay let's let's get an appointment at the uh at the apple uh like the repair store so she called them and she made an appointment for like 2 30 um so we went home we took the computer with us and the keyboard and the mouse and we we set it up at home we plugged it in because she was told by the guy at the apple support that before she brings it in she needs to back up her files now and so, of course, first, her flash drive or her, her hard drive was completely full, and she the cable didn't really work. So, she couldn't go in to delete things to make space, so then she had to use my drive, but I didn't have enough space either, but I was the only, I was the only opportunity she yeah. had. So, then I had to go on my computer, which, thankfully, I had just completely upgraded and remodeled the whole thing. I took out, like, 400 gigs of space and upgraded to Catalina and now my laptop's running like new. So I was like, okay, I'll just try and do this really fast. So I went to the hard drive and I started going through things to make it to make it emptier. And then I thought, oh, you know what I can do? I can go into my backups from 2019 and I can delete those backups because I have backups on the drive for this whole year. Okay. So I went into the 2019 um backups and I hit delete. And it just kept taking more and more and more time. So we're sitting there a bit stressed out. It's starting to, de- to delete like 19,000 things, 150,000 things, like 300,000 yeah. things, you know, it's unbelievable. And so it's taking a long time to the point where I was still trying to get her old hard drive on her laptop to work. Mine was in the other room trying to delete data and her computer just still wasn't fixing the wi-fi even though we plugged it into an ethernet cable at home and had upgraded her mac to catalina because mm. we thought that might help yeah so we finally just decided okay let's cancel the appointment and let's get a phone call with someone from the apple support she got into a chat line and the chat and the support online told me i should go into the network preferences and then delete the capability of wi-fi in the preferences so, like, when you open up preferences yeah. in, in the network, there's that list, right? There's, like, yeah. Ethernet, Bluetooth, whatever, and there's Wi-Fi. And so, they said, delete that, restart the computer, and then in, there's an interface list. Click that and create a new Wi-Fi. But, of course, when I restarted it, there is no Wi-Fi in the interface. <laughs> yeah. So, I just deleted, like, any, any, <laughs> I deleted the possibility of Wi-Fi completely. <laughs> following their you sound like god i deleted the possibility (laughs) of wi-fi (laughs) i obliterated it (laughs) i totally got rid of it and so i felt like oh no i messed up now and basically we were on we were you know it was so stressful and so annoying and finally we just said okay make a new appointment for tomorrow and then i started chatting with the guy too and told him what the problem was. He says, you have to go to a support store. Tell me what your address is and I'll send you to the nearest place. So then I <laughs> so then I got the address for the new place. It was for 
10 a.m. today. And so the only thing left to do, and this was already like four or five o'clock, the whole day was ruined. By the end of the day, the only thing left was that I was deleting now something like 500,000, 600,000 files from my drive, these old backups. But eventually, around 5 p.m., my drive finished after four hours (laughs) or like three hours of just deleting. No. And it had enough space to back hers up. So we plugged it in. And it said it would finish in eight or nine hours, which is insane. <laughs> so I, um, I left because I want to talk about that too. I went to actually do something nice. I, I played some acoustic guitar with my friend Marcus. I'll talk about that in a second. But I came back and it supposedly finished backing up somewhere in the middle of the night. And then today we started the day off by going to this place that the guy had sent us, and it was this huge, sort of like empty, weird-looking, five-story, looked like an abandoned, it looked like a level on like a zombie game. Mm -hmm. You know, it was this big, steel, rusted, five-story building, and you, you imagine that each level is like a new intensity of zombies, and everything is gray, and the whole day was rainy and cloudy, and we, um, like, very, very early in the morning, we had gotten some some news like in our personal world that just wasn't great news. So we already had this kind of like like sad vibe. And then we had to go to the Apple place. And then I go in there and they have these big industrial elevators. Yeah. You know, the huge ones with like the, you know, the steel doors you have to clank shut. And I pulled it closed and then I pushed the fifth floor and they got to the fifth floor and the door didn't open. And I have her computer on my shoulder, Mm -hmm. the mood is all bad, and I'm locked in an industrial elevator (laughs) in zombie level number five. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. It's, it was so, so insane. Finally, I got out, I got in there, the guy took the computer, he's going to give us an estimate, and we'll find out tomorrow probably if it's going to be, he said it might cost like 300 euros Mm -hmm. to fix it. And then we came home. And um, we took some time to, to talk about what's going on. And then I left because I had an appointment lunch, like a lunch with someone that I want to, you know, potentially work with. Um, and then I came back after an hour and then I canceled a different appointment. I was supposed to work in the, uh, in the studio today um, for, this, for this project of my friends. Ah, so we're already talking about today. And this is already into today. So it just like yeah. extends, you know, the computer thing was this morning. There was bad news. I canceled this appointment so I could take a break. And then, and then the real, I feel like I'm just unloading it on you, but I promise, <laughs> I promise it's good. And then I, I, so I'm, I'm, you know, applying for this driver's license. And I had sent an email to the driving school and I had said, um, I know that your October classes are full, um, but I want to know when and how I can go ahead and register for the November courses. And they said, you can come by after 4.30 and sign up. And that was, that was what they said. So we had this like two hours to ourselves after lunch to talk about what's going on and her plans for the evening and, and everything. And... Then at 4.30, I got on my bike, and it was super cold, and I biked over to Rosenheimerstrasse, and I went to the driving school. 
There was two guys. This is at 4.30. I got there at like maybe 4.35, 4.40. It's really close. There was two guys talking to the guy at the desk, another two guys waiting, and then a, and then a single guy waiting, and then me. And I thought, oh man, it's going to be a good 25, 30 minute wait probably. The two guys talking to the dude at the desk took, I'm, I'm not exaggerating, they took 47 minutes. What? What could they talk about at the driving school? I have no idea. I, I don't know if they were starting completely from scratch, which in that case, I can't still imagine it would be that long. Like, I remember when I went and signed up completely from scratch, the whole thing was like 15 minutes. I mean, they, they tell you when the classes are no. and they take your money. It's, it's easy. There's not so much, many things to talk about. I, I just, I have to wonder if it was like just a very slow language barrier or I didn't know what was going on. But the two guys took 47 minutes. I ended up, I ended up just spinning in my chair. I, I couldn't even hide yeah. that I was like so tired anymore of waiting. Then finally they left and then the next two guys went up there. They talked for like a more reasonable time, like 15 minutes. Yeah. And then the last guy came and talked for another 10 minutes. So I had already been waiting there to sign up for classes for almost an hour and 20 minutes. How can you not sign up online or something or just by phone? Well, they, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That is a great question. And that's probably something I should have investigated more because <laughs> after, because <laughs> after waiting this long and being so angry and having such a long, terrible day, I finally got to the front desk and the guy was, you know, to his credit, he was very sweet and he's very soft-spoken. And it's a, it's a bilingual school, so I just spoke in English, and I said, hey, I'd, I'd like to sign up for the, for the theory classes for, ne for next, um, next month. And he goes, um, he goes oh, um, the classes for, for, the next, for the next month or two are, are already completely full. And I was like, uh, you're kidding me. Uh, He's like, yeah, they, they just went up a couple of days ago and they already filled up. But you know what you can do is you can come here to the school every day at 4.30 and, <laughs> and put your name on a list, on a piece of paper. And, you know, if someone doesn't show up by six o'clock, you can come back at six and maybe you can take a class. A single lesson. I can't lesson. promise a single lesson. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have to do that 14 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And then he said, or you can go on Saturdays, you can go to the other location we have in Heidhausen and you could show up there around nine o'clock and hope that there's someone who doesn't show up for 10. And I was like, every week I'll have to do this. And he's like, a lot of people cancel. I mean, there's chances you'll get in, but that's the only way. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And then he goes, I'm really sorry that you waited so long for this. <laughs> I was like... I was like, thanks for saying that at least, you know, you saw me waiting yeah. forever. Yeah. And then finally I just came back home and I told Ify everything and was just so like, so exhausted from it and then jumped right into German lessons. <laughs> oh shit, man. <laughs> I feel bad because usually, usually there's like more humor in these, in these rants about, about like exhausting or annoying things. But I man, today was just like, The last two days were just dealing with German bureaucracy and... There is no humor in driving. It. Yeah, I mean, these driving school formulas and then just like everything just dragged and hung on. But basically, my German lesson now is a dual lesson. And there are three kids who wanted to go to the classroom at uh, Zenlingetor. And there are two 
who wanted to stay home on the computer, and I'm one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad we had the option, though. I've I've actually gotten pretty comfortable um, staying at home. Yeah, I feel that. But then, but to get back to that question, it really is that way that, or is it really that way that you have to come there to sign up for a class? You really can't do oh, yeah, this right. online or by phone or something. Well, here's what I didn't get. You know, like the classes had been available for November and I guess December too for like two days. So I thought, yeah. oh, that's that's fine. That's why I wrote them. I said, I'd like to sign up for these classes. I've already paid for everything. Yeah. I've paid like 500 euros. And I've already signed all the paperwork and sent everything off to the KVR. And it was like, um, I'd like to sign up for this. What do I do? And they said, you have to come in. But the guy at the desk was like, oh, no, no, no. There's an online portal on the website. You just register your name and then you can look at the classes. And I was like, but they told me to come ah, in. He goes, oh, I'm really it. sorry. How mean. So I don't know if, I don't know what they thought. I don't know. So I don't, to be fair, you know. could have, like you said, um, in your words, investigated that. But still, how, how sure. mean. <clears throat> how mean are yeah, they? I mean, I wonder if they just thought, okay, this guy sees online that they're full, what can he do to get in still? Okay. Maybe that's what they thought. Yeah. Because it's the same answer, coming at 4.30 every day, you know? Dang. So what did you, but I don't know. What are you be doing about it now? Um, well, I just basically have to, the next few weeks, just just take whatever afternoons I have and just show up. And just hope that I can get in. And on maybe a few Saturdays um, that I'm in town, just show up at like 9 o'clock and hope, you know? Just, just guess. It's really, it's really ridiculous. Like this guy, when I saw him today, he said, are you starting? Because he had my name in the register, but he didn't have enough information. And he said, are you um, just renewing your license or are you starting fresh? And you can't imagine the dread that came out of me when I said, starting fresh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Because it's like, you should be renewing I've been driving renewing for 15 it. years, <laughs> you know? Uh, you motherfuckers <laughs> don't even get it. <laughs> I was a car. I was a car. <laughs> I lived on the road. <laughs> oh, man. They have no idea. <laughs> I'm such a driver. You know, like, just give me a license. Back in the States, I used a leave of gasoline. Man, if you can drive a trucker through a, through a briar patch and don't hit any cows, that's a, that's a class A license, brother. <laughs> Oh my God, man. That was such a, yeah. But that's just, I hate to start the whole show with a drag, but I had to vent. Like, that's just, that's so ridiculous. But I, I do have, I do have good, um, did we, good we, news we always all that. tell each other that this is some form of, of therapy. So I, I think so. I like the, that's part so. of the deal. That's part of the deal. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's basically, that's how I view it. Definitely. Dang. Um, but I, I started like, um, this actually made me think about you because, um, I started a, well, I would say like with quotations, a side project, but basically I started this, um, I had a conversation with, with our friend Marcus Schock and we talked about maybe doing some, some acoustic things together because he was talking about, we met up for a beer, um, maybe last week and we were talking about, you know, what's, what he can expect from, from the new record and stuff and, you know, what's been going on with music. And he told me that he, was listening to my old, old stuff on Spotify, like the Deer Jump and the Parade EP. Mm -hmm. 
And he said that he just really loved, you know, certain songs from that and really loved like the aesthetic and like the clean acoustic sound and stuff. And um, then I don't know if I brought it up or he brought it up, but he was just like, you know, would you want to, um, would you want to maybe like just do it, just do it's like acoustic things together, like some of the old songs, maybe, maybe some new songs, maybe some covers or something just to have like a project of just like this old school, like really clean two acoustics playing as like precisely as they can. And um, yeah, the idea just struck me because I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that before and I hadn't tried it before. And, you know, we had done, um, you know, we had done that old man's record together. And we had so much fun doing that with just these acoustic guitars and everything was really precise. We we just had everything in this really cool little pocket. And yeah, so we met up um, for our first rhearsal yesterday and um, Ify very kindly offered us her office, which is perfect nice. for these little acoustic rehearsals, man. She has a sofa in there and it was great. We could be as loud as we wanted and um, you don't have to worry about renting the room like at the Gustag or something. Nah, yeah. And we just, you know, for like an hour and a half or something, we just, you know, diddled around with some, the songs like Smiling, you know, just a few like, diddle, diddle, or, yeah, you know, yeah. just these old little folk Good old things. finger picking. Yeah, man. And he's got a great ear, you know, he's, he's been studying music at that school for like 30 years, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's been a student for like as long as I've been Is alive. He f- finished yet? No. <laughs> no. He's been studying but, for like, I'm, I mean, no joke, maybe 13 years. It's insane. But he started it's some insane. he started something new only about four years ago, as far as I remember. I think he went into jazz from classical. Yeah, something like that. And so he still studies jazz guitar. Um and now I think he's he has maybe like another year and a half and then I think he wants to For all the people who start who, who don't know, um Marcos he's the guitar player for this um pretty popular uh, German comedian Max Schafroth. And he's s- That's right. something over thirty years old. He's a student. He owns a farm. Yeah. He um He's 38. 38. He's 38. He renovated with his wife, I guess. So pretty interesting character, super nice, super humble dude and a great musician obviously. Um yeah, fantastic musician and uh this is not my business to dive in too much, but it is kind of an it is an open conversation now. I know I know what he would be comfortable with me saying, but he and his wife are no longer together. That's something I can tell you more about later, but he is very happily involved in a new relationship with who seems to be a very lovely girl named Sabina. They've been together for a year now. Okay. Um, That seems to be his, his muse. Now he seems very, very, um, very happy with that. So I'm really, I'm happy for him. Um, But yeah, we just, you know, played some acoustic stuff and, it was really a nice feeling because it made me think of you because we, I think we should just, you and me and the ghost should just find a day and rehearse. That's what I, what, just, what I mentioned. Have you, have you, have you? Yeah, you suggested it. Have you thought about the idea of the, of a, of an EP? I did think about that. Uh, I did think about that more. Um, the label's been silent a little bit recently because the main focus is of course the next single right now. They, they had um, a festival they were finishing up, so they didn't get back to a couple of different emails, but um, some questions they did shoot back at me that were a little bit more urgent, which was more like about the deadline for the video. Now it's one month until it drops, and it's not finished, and I'm a little bit nervous about that. Believe that. But it, yeah, but it should be great. I mean, 
I like the clips I've seen. The little mo- he he sent me like a seventeen second clip, um, maybe two weeks ago or something. But um, yeah, that's that's something I thought about too because um, I actually um, do you know Benjamin Hoffman? No, I don't think so. He is a talented musician from Regensburg, and he. He's got two bands. He's got a, like a psychedelic rock band called the Stray and Sparrows. I believe that's the name. And he's got uh, a new project with his girlfriend and two guys called Moonmates. I've heard and, um, something about you might them. have You might have met Ben and his girlfriend Gloria at some party that we've had here at the house. Could be, could be. Um... Maybe. Um, but he, he's very, very nice. So is Gloria. And they have this project together now, Moonmates. And, and I don't know, I was talking to Ben a little bit on Instagram a few days ago and I don't know how it came up, but he just said, Hey, you know, I'd love to, to kind of co co operate or collaborate somehow on a song. And it just struck me like, why haven't I been doing that more? You know, like even with you or just with anybody, like I'm sitting here some days and I'm not, I'm not working so much right now some days get filled up with stuff like you know the last two days but really like i'm i have time right now to maybe sing on some stuff and play guitar on some stuff and i told him well you know i have this new song that i wrote that i really like and i haven't done too much with it i just have a really bones structure acoustic with voice with voice and he said well just send it over maybe we think of something so i sent him it's like a almost a 3 minute song it's probably about 3 minutes and it's just this I when I the original version that I sent him is kind of this folky, you know, just a classic JP. Like it has just. Do it uh, right. No, you don't know it yet. It's it's really new, um, and it's it has like a like a stomp to it, but it's also soft and it, it's more like a John Prine song. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the closest thing I can think of, probably. And I mean that's saying a lot because he's he's amazing, but just that vibe. And uh, I sent to him just a voice recording on the phone. I just played it on the acoustic and then and then nope. sang. And it was kind of rough, but I said, um, I said, here's the lyrics and here's kind of what I'm, what the structure I'm thinking. And then on Saturday, after I updated my computer, he asked me if I could send him a clean vocal track at 140 beats per minute. And I said, sure. So I sang him, I played my guitar and then I sang on it as clean as I could, did a few different corrections, and then took out the guitar and sent him the track. And dude, I think it was Sunday evening. Yes, it was Sunday evening. He sent me this arranged, like semi-produced, full band mix of the song. Nice. And all I had on it was my vocals, and like some of the chords were the same. He changed some things, but man, he... I have to show you this later. He he just turned, he like flipped the whole style on its head in this really great way. I think when I wrote it, I was picturing like a kind of a folky song with some clean, soft drums, maybe with a brush and with maybe with some woodwinds, like really in this Andy Schaff direction. Mm-hmm. But he flipped it into this Mac DeMarco Wolfpack thing. Okay. So he sped it up a little bit. I think 140 was a bit faster than the original demo I sent him. 
and he put drums and bass, electric guitar, some nice electric keys. He had Gloria singing these backing vocals, like these layers. Mm-hmm. Man, he did everything he said himself, okay. and uh, except for Gloria who sang. And I mean, I, I it's just so great. It's just so great. And I thought, I thought, man, you know, everything's being pushed back and everything's taking so long. Like, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know exactly what the label feels about this EP between the releases sort of thing. If it's something I can just do and they're okay with that. But I think, man, let's you let's get you and me and the ghost together and like just do it. Yes, sir. Like just make it. You know, just make it anyway. Just like I, but just I, like I told you. In, to pre- practice yeah. a lot and then one or two days with Tim. Yeah. And just make it the best we can. And Record then live. <clears throat> yeah. And then I would love to also, you know, uh properly like arrange and master this this single with Ben and release it as a single just to stand alone yeah. and you know do it with both of us i don't know if he wants to go by moonmates or not but like you know i could have it on my spotify with moonmates as a similar artist or like as the shared you know like side by side and then they could have it on theirs with yeah. my name side by side and just a totally equal 50/50 like let's just put a song out yeah. and i really really it just, it really motivated me, man. When I heard that, I was like, that's what I've been missing. Like, I've really missed, it was hearing that song from Ben and playing a bit with Marcus last night. And it just, I think it gave me the fuel that I kind of needed to get through the past 48 hours. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just this musical juice. I don't know. I really, I told Marcus last night that I, I, I really honestly feel like I haven't jammed with anybody in something like, seven or eight months yeah that's crazy. you know since at least march or something yeah. i mean i haven't there's been of course when we've done the podcast together we've maybe like fiddled around with some stuff for fun but we haven't like properly sat down talked about the songs broke everything down you know but we could we could combine it with with podcast recordings anytime because for, for me it's the same because it's true i um stopped playing in other bands in late winter, early spring last year, mm-hmm. because you offered me this chance to do this Brighton thing, etc., and I knew it would be too much in total. Besides work and all the other stuff, all the other stuff I do to play on multiple projects, right, um, etc. So, so I canceled that. Then we had quite some gigs, and it was great. And <laughs> since then, yeah, it was a good run. And since then, I've done nothing except for. Um. Yeah, just just picking up the 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 guitar from time to time or the bass here at home. And what I've yeah. done recently since April, when I got this new little audio interface for podcasting at home, um, it also is, is great for instruments and has an easy um easy guitar input and mm-hmm. a great little preamp in it. <laughs> And just playing around with GarageBand and other programs, and <laughs> and I did quite a lot of stuff. I showed you some. I posted one on Instagram and and all the spring. And my newest yeah. little um, sample is the intro music for my newest podcast project. You made the intro music. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you want to you want to tag it in at the end of this episode? We can definitely do that. Yeah. Because we can always advertise your other show, like on this one. The you first episode DM, came out today, you know? this morning. She happens. She happens. 
<laughs> for for Americans who, who might not have seen the title yet, so in German, Ski, which is spelled the same, S-K-I, in German is she, like, so no. she fahren is like to go skiing, and, um, you know, like, you have the old classic Forrest Gump moment where shit happens, and uh, she happens. I love that. I also thought about that's what she said, but it would have been a little too long. Yeah, but um, that's my news. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That's good. Um, but that's my news project. Yeah, it's about winter sports. So if any of you guys... There are two barriers here. You got to be interested in winter sports, <laughs> plus you got to be you got to understand German. But if those yeah. two factors apply on you, don't hesitate to go over to the podcatcher of your choice and listen to the first episode of She Happens starring Olympic gold medalist Vincent Skyga. You know when you listen to a podcast like Reply All or something and you think and when they say like we'll tell you what happened at the cabin right after this break <laughs> and you you expect something like four hymns get your boner up today or whatever they say or like yeah you know or whatever um or what's that oh manscape manscape no. is a great they have crazy ads um but sometimes they surprise you when it's their own station like gimlet or wondery supporting another of their own podcasts <laughs> and i i love that on uh, that reminds me of this like uh, we'll tell you what happened on the world's longest monday <laughs> right after this break do you like skiing? Can you speak German? <laughs> well, listen to She Happens, first episode out today, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> With some, like, chipper music in the background. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that's actually, that's that reminds me of something I wanted to also put in the end of this episode, but maybe we can, you know what we can do? Uh, you, you can put a chapter mark down here, because I think um, what I'd like to do is put your, your clip to advertise uh she happens at the end of the show yes, yes sir because you can you you can play the song and then you can do another announcement like listen wherever you get your podcast um and then i think here i'd like to show a little promo clip or maybe you can make a note when it's i want to just describe make it first. A, a second marker here yeah i want to do whatever you first i want to describe it before it's played before it's played yeah, i want to describe it, it. <laughs> okay yeah, okay <laughs> I just, it's like, I want to do it. And then the song starts. Okay. <laughs> Basically, um, just, just to let people know, like something I'm really excited about is there are two projects that I collaborated on in the last year, and they are both coming out Friday. Um, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, one of them, one of the projects um, I can't show a clip of yet because it's still private and it just will be released on Friday. But it is um, this hip hop, chill hop, experimental, lo-fi uh, debut record of my friend. His artist name is Tom Yanks. So if you're interested in like hip hop or, or chill hop or trip hop or any of this kind of weird underground hip hop sound... Uh, go to Tom Yanks on Insta uh, Instagram and on Spotify. And uh, that's my friend uh, Matt, and he's a very talented beat maker and rapper and producer, and um, it's his debut record. And during quarantine, I collaborated on, I think, three or four songs. I sang some stuff, and I rapped a bit, and it was a really fun, cool branch of genre for me. And the other project, the one that we're about to show a clip from, is uh, one that I'm also really proud of. Uh, starting tomorrow, so actually when you guys hear this, it will have been yesterday. But for us, tomorrow, the new ZDF Neo, ZDF Neo, um, and Noya Zupa show, Breaking Even, 
comes out on television. And the composer, uh, David Reichert, uh, and I have worked together many times over the years. And on this project, we did four songs together where I, I wrote the text. Um, we worked a bit together on the vocal melody and I sang it. And um, the song that I'm going to show you is called In the Dark. And the soundtrack also comes out Friday. So you can go ahead to um, David or David Reichelt, R-I-R-E-I-C-H-E-L-T um, on Spotify. And you can check out his great big cinematic scores and also this cool song uh, we're going to show you right now called In the Dark. Um, that's right that's perfect there so um yeah i'm really happy i think that song is is really different from the stuff we've done in the past it's this kind of moody melancholy folky sound and we're going to be posting all week and afterwards um promos and clips um that we shot and filmed to promote the music together there's a very talented female singer her name is Sherry Osman. She's a lovely, friendly, talented woman, and she also sang the title song for the series. So the the song that plays every episode at the title, that's uh, her lyrics and her singing and David's composition, and it's very cool. It's called Never. And we did songs, um, let's see, I titled them uh, In the Dark, which is the one you just heard. Um, Wormwood is another song that I really like that we did, um, Deep in the Weight of the Night. And there's a, um, a reprise of In the Dark that we also did. So check out the show if you're a German speaker or if you want to give yourself a challenge. Because um, I, I think because it's coming on network TV, they obviously won't have uh, subtitles. But um, who knows what will happen with it after because this other show that we did some songs for, Hinderfing, was a show for, for BR, Bayerischer Rundfunk. And it's now both seasons are on Netflix. So in season two, you can also hear me, um, I think in episode three, but, uh, yeah, just wanted to announce that. I'm really excited about that. And man, I think like when I think about these projects that you and I want to do, like rehearsing together again and maybe recording something and then this cool song with Ben and then these two projects, both dropping Friday that I'm both like equally excited about. I don't know. Like I'm living in this weird split reality where part of me is kind of having a hard time not finding work and being a little afraid of the next few months and of course you know personal things going on and just trying to make things connect and deal with this bureaucracy and this paperwork and my visa and driving and everything it's a lot and sometimes it scares me and sometimes it, it makes me sad and um you know i'm trying to be better at talking to friends about that 
And then the other side of me is actually finally so happy that projects are taking place again. Yeah. Like things are releasing again, you know, and next month, next month there's, you know, the new single and, and dude, uh, I didn't tell you yet. I wanted to save it for the show. Uh, Sebastian Bolinius, the guest we called last week, sent me a private link to watch the like mostly complete, but basically finished Portugal TV show. Nice. Man, let me just tell you. <laughs> Sebastian Bolinius is one very talented man. I highly suggest people work with him. <laughs> we wanted to get him on once again um, anytime soon. Uh, shortly yeah. recap for all the guys who are not listening regularly to our show. Sebastian Belenius is a good friend of yours. He's also been one of our very first guests on the show. He's a he's an amazing German filmmaker who migrated to Lisbon in Portugal and has recently worked for Portuguese TV with a show that features you as the protagonist. Pr- pr- Protag- protagonist, <laughs> blah. And here we have our <laughs> weekly word fuck up by Mo Bat. <laughs> anyway, you're the protagonist oh, of this um, TV show, and you go out, out, meet different composers, and try to create an earworm. That's right. That's right. Yeah, the whole. The whole concept is, was, uh, so Sebastian did most of the heavy work, the heavy lifting there, um, but we did share how the dots connect to each other. And basically it's, it's the whole season is about people solving, solving problems. Like not, not like huge problems, like, you know, climate change or something, but more like fun, interesting problems in their industry. And our episode is about, um, understanding, Maybe how things become an earworm. Is it because you heard a certain portion of a song? Is it is it the chords that these songs use? Is it is it pop? Is it music theory? How do how do you get that in your head? And then the experiment at the end is that we we go to three composers: David, who I just mentioned, Tim, who we've also mentioned, and my friend Giovanni, and um, we get them to try and use the same chords and see how each of them tries to make their version of an earworm, and. Um, yeah, he sent me the the link, and it's about twenty five minutes long. And man, this is on the other like you know I told you I'm living in the split world. This is like the the frontier leading good feeling about the um on the other on the on the good side of the coin because man, it's so great and I and I really don't want to like. I really want to just brag about it without it sounding like I'm proud of myself because I know that I'm hosting it, but. Like the editing, the coloring, the the, cin- the cinematic choices, the sound effects, the graphic designs, which Guy did, our our previous guest, Guy Atage, um, he did the graphic design for it. And, you know, the musicians, Giovanni and Tim and David, they're so charismatic and so interesting and they have such cool ideas and they're funny. And the whole thing is like so interesting and so funny. And I I had good hopes. I had high hopes when we when we did the show. But I really just didn't have any idea that it would be that good. So I'm really, I'm really happy about it. And that's hopefully also coming out this month. I, I think so. It should. It should. Um, but can people, can people watch it outside of Portugal? Or do you need a VPN? Yeah. 
Yeah, it'll it's so it'll, it'll be on um normal Portuguese TV, but there should also be an online link and I'm pretty sure they're going to keep the way that I when I the way I saw the episode, I don't know how that might change. It seems like the things that are in Portuguese will remain in Portuguese and the things in English will remain in English because it does do both. Okay. And I think um they may have Portuguese subtitles. Uh, when I'm talking, no, I mean, will there be geo, geo blocking on it? Oh, for the link. Oh, I, I didn't understand. Um, that I don't know. I really hope not. I mean, I would assume that they would try and just get a lot of views. I, like, I'm not sure if it's going to be an official link yeah. from the station, which which oftentimes is geo blocked. Um, but it may just be like a Vimeo or a YouTube yeah. link. I would love and. To up upload it to my own uh, YouTube, that would be, be amazing. And I guess if if there should be geo blocking on it, and people who do not live in Portugal are not able to watch it, I mean, we could maybe we could <laughs> do a li little spin off and maybe have short chats with the three composers and play their three attempts to an ear earworm, and have a little conversation oh, yeah, about it in this format. Let me just write that down. Chats Because, I mean, it is, question mark. This, this is the ultimate artsy farts immigrants project. It's <laughs> an American dude filming for a, a Portuguese TV show. With a German guy. In, <laughs> with a German guy in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It is like the, it is like the main... Yeah, it is like the main artsy-fartsy combination. German guy with hosting an American for a Portugal show. And the and the, and yes, two of the three composers are German, but Giovanni is actually half Italian, and he speaks some Portuguese. So he's even more, you know. <laughs> It's like extra artsy fartsy. Oh man! But um, yeah, I, I man, I really, I really had this this like musical juice recently, and that 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 just feels good because I feel like every day is just this this strange balance of of paperwork you know yeah but these two promos on friday like when you guys hear this you know immediately go to spotify and follow david and follow tom because the music is going to be very cool and it's going to be very different from anything that you've heard me do before i mean you've heard a clip of in the dark and it's not so far away from what you'd think i would do but it is still different it is still the Yeah. Mainly focused on by someone else, not by me. So, um, I think that could be really cool, and especially the Tom Yank stuff. It's going to be real different. <laughs> you showed me some. That's what I wanted to ask you about because I saw the little um, teaser on Instagram, and it sounded so familiar. Could it be that this project um, that you guys worked on it for for a long time, and you already showed me a snippet? someone a few months ago because um, it sounded so familiar to me that's possible because if it is what i think it is it's amazing did i show you i showed you like a hip-hop project before like a weird not weird yeah, yeah, but like yeah. good yeah. weird you know yeah because because I, i i i saw this little clip on instagram you posted it like 70 times people could not miss it if they go to your Instagram. Um, <laughs> Wait, the thing that, the thing that he posts, like the, the video I posted where he's flipping through the TV or what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh and yeah, the, and I think I did show you. I did show you one of the yeah. songs. One of them that's like uh, the one where he raps with this. A uh, cool, like, affected voice at the beginning, and then I do like exactly. an auto tune singing. Exactly. I definitely showed that to some friends. I was super proud of that. Yeah. And I really like it. And that is really something you would never expect of Jordan Prince to to release as a musician. Yeah. But it's still great. Um, that's true. I, I think no one's gonna expect it. That's me. I remember I sent it to a few friends, uh, including you, when I first got it, and I had a few people asking which one was me. They just, they didn't know exactly because it's, you know, like there's this, um, there's this style with the, um, with the auto tune. Yeah. yeah. Like T, like T-Pain can really sing, but T-Pain also does like a heavy auto tuned voice. Cause it's just, you know, it's part of the effect. But I don't know if you, if you remember that, because I guess you already have shown it to some other friends because before you, sh you showed it to me because you showed it to me when we I, I don't know, we were recording the podcast or, or meeting, whatever, and you played me a short clip, then paused and said, now that 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 guy is me, <laughs> because you oh. already made the experience that people <laughs> would mess that up, and so you explained it to me, that's that's me. That's, that's <laughs> that does sound like something I would do. I would like, I would over overly convert, like... I over overly concerned myself that you wouldn't get it like someone wouldn't get it <laughs> like guys no 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 really really it's really me. do you like it <laughs> do you like it <laughs> i'm actually just downloading i'm seeing if this um if this zip file still works that um zip. this zip file that david sent me ah yes there is the zip file um and then i'll after this i'll make a clip for it for in the dark the one you're good the one you've already heard <laughs> But man, I uh, I want to ask you because I know you don't have too much time left. But I, um, I feel like I, I really hijacked this episode, and I wanted to ask you how you've been. How's Tony? How's the vibes? How's your day been? What's going on with Mo? What's going on with Mo? <laughs> um, so Tony's good. Quarantine really um, messes with her, and through that, I found out that. She, in her whole life, never really has been sick for a longer period or had a longer stay at a hospital or hurt herself or whatever, because her quarantine is nine days, because she had her test and got the information that she had to, she had to do um, quarantine already five days after she had possible contact. So she had to take the test and then quarantine ju exactly, like just to be sure. Exactly, but she didn't have to do the... Exactly, and it's always 14 days, but counted from the moment you have possible contact. And there have already five days passed, so it's nine days. And after three days, she was like, oh, I can't do this, and it's so, it's so horrible. And I was like, have you never been, I don't know, sick for a week or something? <laughs> and she was like, no, not really. And I was like, what? Oh, but man. then I understood how hard this must be for her. I mean, the no walking around outside or anything must be must be really yeah, annoying. I have broken legs. I had some head injuries. I had very bad flu at one point or whatever. I do believe that like, you've had head injuries. I just want to say that. <laughs> yeah, you, I guess anyone who listens to this for like the for 41st episode and must have gotten that by now. Um, but she's never had anything like that before, huh? Exactly. She really never had anything that ha made her 
stay in bed or stay at home right. within one apartment or house for longer than two days or something. Right. And that's something I found pretty crazy because I had this experience. I guess you had as, that as well. You've been sick for, for longer periods or had injuries or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all in all, it's pretty good. We're making the best out of it. And the vibes are good. One thing I didn't tell you, mm -hmm. I'm smoke-free since almost three weeks now. You haven't smoked a, uh, like any cigarettes for three weeks? It's like I have a Man. little counter app. It's like 160 cigarettes I haven't smoked now. Man, you know what? First off, I'm very proud of you. And I think that's a really, really cool accomplishment. And, you know, our friend Sebastian, who we keep mentioning, um, I think he might even have the same app. And he was he was smoking a lot. I think he wouldn't admit it, no. but he was something like a pack or a little bit more on certain days every day. And he was just the friend of mine who was the smoker. He was the guy who would leave the apartment, have like a two-minute walk to the U-Bahn or to his car and light up and immediately all the time. And now he's been smoke-free I think it's almost a year and he has the same app where it's like, you know, how healthy your lungs have become and how many cigarettes exactly, you haven't yeah, smoked yeah, stats, your heart yeah. disease gone down. Yeah. And that's amazing, man. That's really Wait, great. I can, I can get it. Wait a second. Yeah, show us. Yeah, he's getting the, the app now. But um, yeah, Basti is really impressive. Like, I love these statistics when you can see. There's also like this uh, bracelet app called Whoop where you can see how you're sleeping and how your strain is throughout the day and how much, how much you know, pain you're putting into your body and how much sleep you might need. And I love these kind of stat racks. What, is it, what does it say? So, I'm smoke-free since 19 days. I have not smoked 151 cigarettes since then. And I saved 35 euros and 23 cents. Nice. And regarding the health stats, um, I already have the blood pressure of a um, non-smoker. Yeah. My heart rate is back to normal level. The oxygen level in my blood is back to normal. Oh, wow. My lungs start to regenerate. My... Taste and s smell senses are better. Really? Yeah. Um, wow. There's no nicotine left in my blood. And then, yeah, and obviously there's, there's things like that take longer times. Right. Um, like I got, you always get those in, in percentages and I got, <laughs> I got 5% of, um, how, do, how to say this? I got 5% of the st like the scale says the r the risk of heart diseases is um like down 5% or is like down by 50% right and i have 5% of that oh <laughs> and some of these stats are, are pretty weird yeah, that's kind of hard to to, yeah. to understand that one but yeah it 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 works quite quite um quite good for me and that's great man was there like a was, was there like a pretty, um, go ahead sorry It was way easier than I um, had imagined it. Really? Yeah. Was there like a certain trigger where you thought, now is the time where I really want to stop this? Or did you have a moment where you were holding one and thought like, oh, I just feel bad? Or did someone talk to you in a, in a certain way about it? Or So the thing is, um, Tony and I moved together on the 1st of October. And we knew this since spring. And 
from the moment we knew this, I don't know, at some evening we had the idea, okay, let's try to stop smoking when we move in together. So both of us. It's a good she, challenge. She you, can, you can do, support yeah. each other. and Yeah. And she, she <laughs> if I, <laughs> I don't know if she likes, if I say this, but she, she failed. Also, no, she, she smoked way more than me. Oh, that's not, before. I mean, yeah, sure. Everyone's yeah. different. Um, and then we did that, big, but I started earlier because um, we wanted to start it, to start it on 1st of October and like f- on, I guess, September 24th or something, we were sitting at her now old apartment on the balcony. Yeah. And I was getting out the really, the very last um, tiny little crumbs out of a rolling tobacco you could get out like the 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 rests at the bottom yeah to 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 roll the the last like stuff like you the last could, little, the last tiny little specks of tobacco yeah, just, exactly. just to make one little thing work to make one to to roll the last cigarette out of out of this this tobacco yeah and then before i lighted that cigarette <clears> up i said like okay now it's a week until we um uh, until we want to stop smoking so tomorrow I'm going to buy my last pack of tobacco. Okay. And then I lit up that cigarette and obviously the last little pieces, it always tastes awful. Yeah. Because I got to say, I was, for, in many situations, I really enjoyed smoking. Of course, it's very pleasurable. So it's not, of course. I, I was never at a point where I was like, okay, I'm only doing this because I, because I have to. And I right. al- always had, I was smoking for like six years now. Yeah. And I always had phases where I realized, okay, it doesn't taste that good. And then I, then I really broke it down to a very low level. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but, and, and so I smoked a cigarette and then, and then when I went to bed, I was like, no, it's super damp. Why should I buy another, <laughs> another package of tobacco when now is the moment where I smoke this one cigarette it tasted awful. I have no tobacco left. Why should I buy a new one? Let's just, and maybe it's just better to surprise myself and stop right now. Yeah. And that's what I did. Man, that's really that's really admirable, man. I'm really proud of you. That's really great. That's a yeah. it's cool that and you had like a goal together and you and you set a, a higher standard for yourself. You didn't like because sometimes it's very easy to say, I want to do something by this date, and then the yeah. day comes and you just let it slip by, you know. Yeah. And I think it was good that we did not stop the same day because the first few days after I quit, um, so... Yeah, were you, were, I said were you it, irritable? It, it, like, were you kind of in a bitter mood from everything? Like, how was the first no, three no, or four no. days? No, no, no. For the first few days, it was the other way around. I was super grumpy. That's what I mean. Ir- irritable yeah. is like grumpy and bitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, and... I think it would not have been the best idea if we have done that for the, so I think this kind of delay we had a few days in between yeah were were good because because then I was already the level yeah she she was um, like she was still smoking and happy when you were quitting and she could support you and then yeah. when she quit you had already come out of that hole exactly. they call the three day hump you know and you had already yeah. would you say that um like on a scale of one to ten one being no problem whatsoever and ten being like heroin withdrawal, what would you say the number was of difficulty for you to quit smoking? I would say four, three or four. 
Maybe that's even three. Cr- that's crazy, man. I mean, I'm really happy. I'm really glad because no. I mean, also, you know, you're you're still really young and your body's like regenerating still very quickly. And I think yeah, your body goes until something like 25 or 26 before it hits like a certain peak. Or maybe it's like, maybe it's later, maybe it's like 28, 29, but it's like a certain peak and then it's slower yeah. and harder to regenerate things. But um, that's really, really cool, man. That's a perfect, perfect time to do it. You got to enjoy your teen years, your heavy party years. I mean, so you're, if it, yeah. there wasn't COVID, it's, you'd still be in a prime party age. <laughs> no. But it's, did you find it like, since you quit, um, did you find it more difficult to have alcohol with that one? Um, not really. Because, not at um, all. The the only the only problem I saw with that is that I'm getting um drunk faster. I've been out with a friend who's been um over the night in Munich a few days ago. Um, and we've just been two of <coughs> us at a bar drinking beers. And normally, after I finish a beer, I would go out, smoke a cigarette, have a little break, then go back in and drink the next one. Yeah. And since I don't do that anymore... <laughs> you just drink the next one. I, I just drink the next one. <laughs> and the ne- I, on this evening, I was like, oh, whoa, 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 this is going way too fast. And before I could, I could, I could, could realize it, I already had six beers. And I was like, oh, I got to go home now. <laughs> oh, man, that's a funny reaction. Because I, I remember thinking um, that, that nicotine almost kind of helped speed up the 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 alcohol pumping in your like pumping in your blood and stuff like i would think smoking kind of sped things up and i was like i remember ify talking about when she quit smoking that she was worried she wouldn't be able to get drunk anymore (laughs) because she always thought having a glass of white wine and then having a cigarette kind of sped everything up and made it all like exciting and stuff but um Yeah. yeah i mean obviously that's not true and you can still get quite drunk without it yeah but those were um because when I said it was easier than I, and I thought because I would have expected myself to really feel needs for cigarettes and in so many occasions during the day. Yeah. And when I see other people smoking cigarettes, and I never had that, which really surprised me. Yeah. And I was even even sitting next to people who smoked, and it wasn't, and I didn't feel an, an, a need or a desire to 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 smoke. Yeah. Um. There were only like two moments. Where I thought, okay, now it would be nice to smoke a cigarette, and that one moment was was in that bar after the the second beer, and the other moment was a a few days before when we um, had really really nice dinner and a glass of wine, and after dinner I thought now would be perfect. Now timing. would be an a, a perfect timing for a cigarette. Yeah, yes, I think it's really hard for. I can't hear you anymore. By the way, you can't hear me. Can you hear me? You don't hear me? I cannot hear. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's good. Okay. Um, let me just look at something. So, right now, Mo and I can't hear each other. Um, Maybe it's something with the microphone cable or... When you moved around your backpack, maybe you hit something. I don't know. Um, sorry, guys. Um, I'm explaining what is happening to the audience. <laughs> um, 
So this is okay. super weird. Um, we can you cannot hear me anymore. So here's um my idea. I wanted to 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 get one last sentence on this on this stop smoking thing, and maybe then you can round it up. <clears throat> okay. And and the show here. Okay, that sounds good. Um, so yeah, what I, I I never felt that desire to really smoke. I had those two moments where I thought like now it would be nice to smoke a cigarette. And the funny thing is the first day of not smoking, <laughs> I found myself sitting in my office and at two moments in, within the day, standing out without thinking and moving towards the elevator and then realizing in front of the elevator and the other time already in the, the elevator on the way down, oh no, this doesn't make sense. I have no, no reason to go down there because I don't smoke anymore. <laughs> and those were those kind of situation but um besides besides that um it worked out pretty easy and i sleep better i wake up easier the yeah. first day after it i had really bad headaches when i woke up really but now i wake up pretty easy See, even see the sunrise through my window. That also has to do with <laughs> a new constellation of my bed, but it's amazing. Okay, and I feel pretty good. The funniest thing about it is that, um, or the hardest thing (quotation marks) is that people who I talk to and that realize I don't smoke anymore do not get that that I'm not that kind of militant anti-smoker now. Mm-hmm. Because people are always like, yeah, now you realize how bad this is, this is, and it sucks so bad, and you should never do it, and I don't, <laughs> know, and you, you, you know, nobody should enjoy, enjoy this. And I'm like, yeah, I can still understand people who enjoy it, and if someone smokes, of course, and enjoys a cigarette, I was like, yeah, I did that too. I, I can understand you. It's just I don't need that anymore. Of course, yeah, but I still can understand it. So I'm. I don't want to be this kind of weird anti-smoker. <laughs> I just don't do it anymore. Right. And let's see how for how long this works. I hope for I hope um for as long as possible. Yeah. That's yeah. what I want to talk about. Um quitting smoking and I think now it's about quitting this episode. <laughs> don't be sad, arches and farces out there. We'll be back next week with a lot of fresh stories for you and Jordan wrote down in the chat, when I point to you, you can say the thing about emailing us or writing us <laughs> on Instagram. Yes, you could do this. Email us to podcast at m945.de or send us an Instagram DM and give us a follow of uh, at artsyfartsimmigrants on Instagram. And then you could pitch your ski thing. For the music. Yeah, no, I've no, think don't I'll say find yet. another solution for that. For um, the song at the end. We already end. mentioned that. We'll, I just find oh my a place. God. Ah, ah, ha, ha, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> you Jordan, up. you're right. You fucked up. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll give over to you and uh, then I can do this at the end. Thanks a lot, yes. guys. Yes, okay. So what I was what I was I was writing him during his story about uh, quitting smoking that hey at the end I'm gonna do my thing about that you should thank you for listening and you should uh, share our show and I'm gonna point to you and you can talk about you know that he always ends the show with uh, write us an email and then he can uh, pitch his ski show so he can play his song <laughs> it just you saw right behind the curtain ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> but uh, hope you enjoyed today's show. We really appreciate it. Um, I hope I didn't drag you down too much at the beginning, but we really appreciate it. Um, if you like today's show or you like any of our shows, please go to wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Um, please give us a nice a review or rating because this goes a long way. It really helps people find the show. If you yourself are an artsy-fartsy immigrant, please write us in or uh, just tell your friends about the show. Word of mouth goes a long way. Thank you so much. And now I'm going to point to Mo and he's going to And talk. now he's pointing at me and that gives me the chance. We have mentioned it earlier. I have doodled and noodled a little thing into my garage band, which ended up being the soundtrack for my newest podcast project. If you are a German speaker and you're interested in winter sports, you can listen now to Ski Happens, She Happens, a German winter sports podcast featuring on every episode the Olympic gold medalist Vincent Geiger. The first episode dropped this Tuesday and we'll play the music here and give you a little impression. Thanks a lot, guys. It's been a pleasure. Bye-bye. She Happens. Der Wintersport-Podcast mit Vincent Geiger. Ich bin nicht Vincent Geiger. Aber ich bin die Corinna. Ich bin selbst ehemalige Biathletin. Ich bin auch nicht Vincent Geiger, ich bin der Moritz. Ich bin Vincent Geiger und wir drei sind She Happens. Wir freuen uns narisch. Los geht's am 13. Oktober mit Special Guests, da könnt ihr euch schon mal freuen. Und ab Dezember jeden Dienstag überall, wo es Podcasts gibt. She Happens. Arzi Farzi Immigrants, ein Podcast von John Prince und Moritz Batscheider, produziert für M94.5.